Welcome to the Share Chair podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Mr. Sabo, welcome to the Share Chair podcast. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we are approaching the end of school. I am. Mm-hmm. I only have four weeks left. Yeah. That's not that many. Yeah. And you're approaching the end of this career, yeah. at least. How does it feel when I say that? Yeah, it's a kind of surreal. It's just, you know, you've done this for so long. It's just hard to envision, you know, at the end of June just being done. Not doing you know, it anymore. I, I think it'll, it'll hit me, um, you know, come September, you know, mm-hmm. when everybody's back in school and I don't have to report. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's a, it's a, you know, going to be business as usual up until that point. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited about it. So how long have you worked here as a guidance counselor? Um, um, 19 years. 19 yep. years. Yep. Okay. Six in Fremont, five in Granville, and then uh, the balance here at Spring Lake to get my 30 years. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and I actually started um, right out of college. I worked for a place called Cando Industries. I worked for nine years with developmentally disabled adults, but during that time I coached here from 1983 till 1989, coach? football and baseball. Oh, okay. Yep, so I got to work under Tom Grabinski, Tom Hickman, you know, oh. some of the legendary names here at Spring Lake. So it's been a, been a good run for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you, what are you going to do? I know you said September comes around and you're just going to feel <laughs> weird. What are you going to replace? Um, <laughs> what are you going to replace school with? Yeah. Well, my, my wife's in real estate, so, mm-hmm. you know, we own a couple rentals. So okay. we're always looking for, you know, something along those lines for ventures. But it's, uh, I, I guess I put it to my wife is that I want to, um, I like to still be active, but under my own terms, you know, <laughs> so I can kind of come and go as I please, and I like to play golf, and so does she, so mm-hmm. we just like to have that flexibility to, to do what we'd like to do, rather than being under someone else's schedule, so. Yeah. Can you talk about your um, careers, starting from, you know, college up until now, like where, what have you studied, what have you done, who have you worked with? Sure. Yeah, it's... Um, <clears throat> Well, actually, I kind of go way back to the beginning, just to my ties with Spring Lake, if that's okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I actually graduated from Spring Lake High really? School, um, and always was so influenced by my teachers and coaches here that um, they made me just feel special here. When I, when I was a high school student, it made me want to go into education and coach, and that was always my dream coming out of high school. Um, and during those years when I was in college and studying education, um, it was a poor time in education because there's a lot of teachers not getting hired, a lot of teachers being released. So um, I ended up, like I said, working in human services instead of education for the first nine years of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't go back and get my teaching certificate until I was 26. I got my first teaching job at 29. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been the, you know, the educational journey through it as a preparation. So, um, you know, my, my time in, at Cando Industries uh, working with handicapped adults, again, right out of college, was just a fantastic experience. Um, again, it was... Work with you know um, individuals with Down syndrome, with um, really severe seizures, with severe autism, with uh, just the men, you know just some other um, disabilities that kept them from the normal workforce. Um, it can do can do with higher again de- develop, de- developmentally disabled adults to do um, just some tasks that were farmed out from different industries around the Grand Haven area. So, um, but just very 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 rewarding um, and a good step, really a good stepping stone to education because you. I guess I just really learned to appreciate, um, you know, people for who they are, regardless yeah, of their ability empathy. levels. Yeah. Yep. So, can these individuals have brought lunch to work every day? They worked hard. They brought a paycheck home. They felt like they were contributing to their families, and 
um, regardless of, you know, the amount didn't matter, just that they had a place to go, they felt valued, part of the community, that they were, you know, that they were worth something, basically, mm -hmm. you know, so, um, again, very, very rewarding job, but at the same time, the, when you work in a social services job, it was, uh, my first job was at 1983 was for $11,000. <laughs> Nine years yeah. later, I was making $18,000. <laughs> so it wasn't great. Then when I got my first teaching job at Fremont, Michigan, um, I um, jumped up to $24,000, and I thought, mm -hmm. you know, we hit the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Huge, uh, yeah. What were you <laughs> teaching? Um, I taught um, physical education, mm -hmm. um, health, and then I taught anatomy and physiology. It's an so, interesting yeah, array it was a good of classes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can I, see the connection. Yeah, there. and I coach baseball and football there as well. And kind of an interesting thing there too, just about you know, just as a counselor, I'm always you know talking to kids about get to know your your teachers and things. Get you know, just enjoy your experience at Spring Lake because um, their teachers are here to help. <clears throat> and just the, the adults you come in contact with, whether it's you know through the classroom or through sports or whatever. Um, and it was interesting after my hire at um, Fremont. Um, the principal came back and told me John Malma, who was my first principal, had said, um, goes, I got to tell you how I hired you. I said, okay. He goes, well, I had a stack of like 90 applications. He goes, I go through and I look at the references. I'm going through, looking, looking, looking. I saw Tom Hickman. He goes, I called him. And Tom Hickman said, you should hire him. He goes, so you're our first interview and our only interview. Wow. So it's about who you to, know. It's all about who you know. Who you know. So yeah. you know, just making a good connection with an individual who was well known, yeah. you know, and well, well respected, well respected. Um, got my, got a foot in the door. And of course, I had to interview, and I must have interviewed okay because then they, they offered me a job right away. Mm -hmm. So um, those yeah, yeah, those connections are invaluable, yeah. you know, that you make along the way. So in your guidance, in your position as a guidance counselor, is there one aspect of it that you enjoy more than the others? <clears throat> um, I'm sure scheduling, for example, is not. You know, it's. I think the, the, the some people may see it as cumbersome, but I see this just super valuable. One thing we do here that I think is very unique is um, we meet individually with all students for um, for scheduling. Um, for me, um, those are it's a, it's a long process, but getting to know each kid, you know, individually, and we have a little resume, and I ask questions. We update it every year. Um, by the time students hit their senior year, I feel like. I know them, I, and we try to get a quote out of students every year, and if I have to write papers, I always weave it, with our, if I have to write letters of recommendation, I weave it with the kids' words and what they did to back it up, oh, and that nice. they basically shown that they, you know, they kind of walk the talk. Um, you know, for counselors who meet their kids in a group for scheduling or, or only maybe meet with kids in crisis, um, I don't know if you really get to know your students that well. So I think, you know, leaving here, um, like I said, I can look at kids in the hallway and I know their story, and, they, and I just feel connected. I feel way more connected, and I think the kids do too. Yep. And I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, I would say something that I knew a student was involved in, a, you know, a particular sport or an event or theater or whatever, and I'd say nice performance last night or something, and then the parent would call back and say, you don't know what that not, yeah. that, that means to a kid when right. you feel connected or when they feel like you know them. Do you ever have times when you're like, I don't know how to help this? child like uh, are there, sure, are there okay. ever really really hard cases there are some very hard cases I mean mm -hmm. there's situations you run into that are um, you know they're family issues you yeah. know that they're they're just under difficult circumstances and what do you, you do know? do you, I and mean, you at know, what point does your job stop <clears throat> and someone yeah. else's start well you know and again so it's that if it's not a, an abusive situation it's just you know if it's you know a situation where a family doesn't have a lot of resources or 
um, you know, where the parents aren't super nice, but it's not an abusive situation. They're just not a loving family. And, you know, sometimes kids just don't have other people to talk to, <laughs> you know, and then that's where we kind of yeah. fill in those roles a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, and pseudo-parents, I guess, sometimes. And yeah. those are those are the hardest ones when you know it's not... You can't go into the home and say, you know, yeah. mom and dad, here's what you need to, here's how you need to parent, and it's not our job to do that. Um, so we just try to be as supportive as we can here, um, and hopefully, you know, you know, the kids will share this with me. Is this is how my parents are, but I'm going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, that's good. I guess you, you know, if you try to take something from a, a difficult situation, you make a positive out of it because you will be a better parent just because you learned what you like and what's maybe where the voids are in your life that you want to fill later for your own family. So those are the, those are the hard ones. Um, and there's some situations where, you know, probably the most frustrating thing in, the, in my career here has been, I mean, it's not just for me. I think it's society-wide. It's just, the, um, um, you know, just from when we started until now, just the, you know, the curriculums become harder. The state of Michigan has up their standard, which is fine. But then I think some kids feel like they really compare themselves to others, and I have to get all A's, and I'm not going to be, like I said, we talked about being failure. If I'm, yeah. if I'm less than a 4.0, and I won't get into a great school, and um, I see the stress that some kids wear with that. It's so those are hard, too, because those are things that have been just so ingrained in them over the years. So final question okay. we ask everyone. Um, if you had a piece of advice to give to anyone, what would it be? Not just high school students, <laughs> not not any specific person, oh, man. anyone. Okay, this is the Mr. Sins heard me say this yep, before. This is Coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one of my favorite uh, my favorite musical artists, a guy named Warren Zevon. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dying of cancer. Um, he was on the David Lauterman show, and they they asked they asked him, "What did you what have you learned about life that you've had cancer? You're gonna die, you're you're not gonna make it much longer." And he had said, you know, you just enjoy every sandwich. You know, <laughs> so li- to me, that's live in the moment, enjoy every step of the way, and don't always be looking ahead for everything, but sometimes, you know, you just enjoy the moment. Yeah. And, um, that, that's that. always resounded with me. And even now, I, um, for two years now, I've walked back, I've walked from, to school. Uh, I live two miles from here. I put the headphones on. Yep. I look at the stars in the morning. The rain, if it's a rainy day, I enjoy the rain coming down. <laughs> Um, if, it, if it's a blizzard or ice storm, I'm walking I'm like this is cool. You know, it's just those little things in life that sometimes you you're such a hurry to get somewhere you forget where you're at. You know, so I just say enjoy every moment you have and enjoy every sandwich. So oh, um, that's, that's my awesome. advice. I really like that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. All right. All right. Well, thank you.